0: The rehearsals took place in a variety of homes, including yours, but obviously just not at Mimi's, is that right?
1: I only remember being there once at Mimi's. I mean, Eric Griffiths' dad had been in the Air Force during the war and he'd been killed, so his mother was a lone parent, so she was out a lot of the time, so a lot of the practices were at Eric's. Um, Some of them were at mine, but not many. Some also at Colin Hanton's uh, house. I don't remember practising at Mimi's at all, or at Pete Shorten's house, uh, but I also do remember practising
0: at Julia's. And what can you tell us about that, about what the you know house was like and what Julia was like? Because she was like no other Julia. Well, she was like a big
1: sister, really, rather than a mum. She would let us practise in the bathroom, yeah. the acoustics, you know. If you're singing in the bathroom, the sound so much better because your voice is bouncing off the tiles, you know. John's half-sister, Julia, little Julia, actually remembers her and her sister being in the bath and their mum saying, come on, you two, out of the bath. The Corrie want to practice in the
0: bathroom. Can you describe Julia for us, as you remember? I mean, I know it's a long time ago, but personality-wise, was she really extrovert?
1: Oh, yes, indeed. I mean, she, she was uh, slim, young-looking. She didn't look like John's mum, like anybody's mum at all, really. She was more like a big sister she would grab my banjo and and play. She would say, oh, I hate those horrible guitars. Rod, give me your banjo. So I would hand her the banjo and she'd show us a few things on the banjo or play something, you know. She was very, very relaxed and very encouraging. My parents were encouraging, but obviously not in the
0: same way as Julia. Was John very much the person selecting the material? Was he, you know, really imposing himself right from the start? Well, he never really imposed himself.
1: He didn't have to impose himself. He was the one with the best voice. And if he wanted to do a song, then we would do it. If he didn't want to do a song because he didn't like it, then we didn't do it. It was no big deal as far as we were concerned. The rest of us would join in the choruses, but no attempt at harmonies or anything like that. And when we did get a gig... There was usually only ever one microphone and sometimes no microphone at all. So, it was John being backed by the quarrymen. That was the way it was and as far as we were concerned, that was just great. Paula Radcliffe's grandparents is your next door neighbour and he used to throw you money over the fence as you rehearsed. That's perfectly true. We were one time in my garden Like these American college films, you know, where people are all standing around strumming guitars, trying to look cool. Well, we were fooling around doing that kind of thing, you know, jumping on on the garden seat and this kind of thing. And Paula's grandparents, whom obviously we knew extremely well as they'd been our next door neighbors, her father, Peter, was a quarry bank, although somewhat younger than the rest of us. So they jokingly started throwing pennies over the fence. Now, whether they were throwing them to us or at us (laughs) is a different question. It wasn't the first money we ever earned. But uh, yes, it absolutely happened and it was quite funny.
0: To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash BWTB.